Podcast is now live. Instagram's now live. Yeah. Live, live, live. We were live, live, live. Actually happening. So, welcome to the first live on Instagram live failed rockstar club. Yep. Jez, do you know it's depressing <laughs> that girls call my Willie a nobbin? Come on, boy. Let's go rockstar failed rockstar clubbing. over it there but yeah, the, like, fucking hell <laughs> it's so it's so frustrating I've written that I was really happy with that one did you rehearse that because um, maybe you should have yeah I don't rehearse as much as I perhaps would like to well that's the thing we're committing to these you know every week yeah we haven't got the time have we we're running a business it's difficult actually I'm generally starting to worry that I'm going to run out of things to say like yeah, I think we should have worried about three weeks ago <laughs> mm. um, they're still good they're good it's uh, a nice little start to it so, Jess, um, please, can you introduce us, say where we are, who we are, and what we do at the moment? Okay, so I'm Jez, Jez Dixon, father of two, human being. This is Stephen Bobby Hurdle, BA Honours. Uh, we are li- coming live from the warehouse, our warehouse, Best Days Warehouse in Manningtree, <clears throat> uh, which is a very much the hub of the business right now because our shop is shut. But as you can see, we've got some of our failed Rockstar Club merch Behind us, cut me and I bleed merch. Here it is. Uh, yeah, and so we're socially distancing from the warehouse for the foreseeable future. And I can't admit, I miss being in the shop and being in the, uh, you know, on the front lines, as mm-hmm. it were, talking to talking to people. But it's been nice to work with you guys more than uh, I usually do. It's been a change. It's been a novelty factor, isn't it? Which of like different way of living, I guess, and working yeah. because we've. We, we've been practising trying to kind of go down to slim pickings in the shop in the business so Jess works in the mornings I work in the afternoons and then the other guys are doing like short hours so that we're not, we don't have too many people um, working at the same time we're trying to do our bit but we're also trying to keep a business running at the same time and it's difficult to it kind of get that balance it's a difficult balance yeah I know a lot of employers have, you know ASOS have come in for a load of criticism because they're yeah. you know I know they had problems at their warehouse, but it's difficult. If you're running a business, there's a lot of people's jobs at stake, and you've got to think about the you know the economy afterwards. But you know, obviously, to first and foremost, you've got to think about public safety. So it's it's really difficult. But yeah, we're trying to do our best. That's all you can ask. That's all you can ask. And you know, the way I see it, everyone's got their individual sort of. We're, we're in the same boat, yes. Yep. But everyone's kind of got a variation on the theme of. Uh, you know, their own private prison. Yeah. <laughs> like whether you're, you know, if you're living alone, you've got the sort of loneliness issues. If you're stuck with your family, <laughs> you've got the uh, doing your head in issues. You know, you might not have a garden. That that would be a struggle. If I didn't have a garden, I'd be mm. I'd be in trubs. Yeah. How, how are you coping? Uh, okay, actually, because I've been we've been working quite a lot. Like I've been really busy, so I've been doing my one form of exercise, like in the morning, taking the dog out for an hour. And then working from home, and then coming to the warehouse in the afternoon, and then going home, and that. So yeah, I haven't really found it difficult personally yet because I've been so bloody busy. 
Um, I, I think that if and when the government do close down all businesses, which I think they probably will at some point, that's when it's going to get really hard. Well, I think that'll be that then, and then yeah. I'll really, I'll probably start suffering because that's I, when I the divorce rates are going to start really, uh, really yeah. going up. Yeah, and it's difficult because of that fine line between trying, yeah, to be sensible, but also trying to keep a business running, and it's difficult because we, orders are coming in really like online, still ticking along well, isn't it? And because people are at home bored, so. And I feel like we provide a service, a positivity, and these sort of things that we're doing are something that I believe are kind of like good for people to watch and interact with. Yeah, I like the idea that people are just sat in bed, still just waking up, because you might as well wake up at you know ten yeah. o'clock. Na- I would naked. <laughs> Some of you might be naked. Do right in, tell us that don't. Let's not get smutty already. This is serious business. Yeah. But I like, yeah, I like the idea of people just waking up and you know. We're with them in their bedroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gone smutty again. So if anyone is um, is on Instagram Live, everyone there, if anyone does want to phone in um, as part of the show or leave a comment or whatever, um, then this is the number. I think this is the right way to do it. I get really confused. So it's 07931. Is that the right? I think so. 271017. Um, so this number here... I would have put it somewhere, but I forgot I should have put it somewhere. But yeah, you're welcome to call in. Give us a call, please. <laughs> yeah, and those people from the podcast, but, you're welcome to phone that number anyway, which is 07931271017. Not just now while we're live, but any time during the week. It's like a sort of hotline if you're feeling lonely, if you just got something you want to get off your chest, if you want to call us and say, Have you got any car heart dungarees? Not in that voice. You don't have to do it in that voice, you can. Uh, yeah, just. Give us a call. <laughs> yeah. Laptop keep turning off. Oh well. Okay. Um. So, yeah, it's kind of where it's been. It's a it's a bit of a change from last week with this whole vice room because this time last week we were just about to close the shop, weren't we? So we weren't sure. We weren't sure what's going on. It was the last day of the shop, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was quite emotional, wasn't it? If you remember, because yes. you know, I think we'll be fine. The shop will open, but we don't know for sure. You know, it all depend on how long this goes on for, circumstances, what help we can get for the government. There's all sorts of uh, variables here. Mm. So, well, yeah, it was an emotional day last week. Yeah. But we've, it's been really touching the amount of so- support we've had from sort of the c- little community we've built up. Wouldn't you say? We've got loads of lovely comments on a video we put on Instagram and lots of messages. Loads people of fo- you got phone calls, didn't you? Because yeah. you looked so sad. Loads of people said that like I was suicidal. Yeah. <laughs> that's Steve. just my normal face. <laughs> yeah, that is just Steve. Yeah. He wears the sombrero of somberness. Actually, funny enough, you should say that. Um, you go to Mexico. No, one of the people that has been like digging, like really getting into the failed rockstar club stuff, um, is someone, a lady called Sue Mason. Oh yeah. Um, and I delivered a couple of failed rockstar club T-shirts to Sue this morning, and she said, "Hi, Sue. She, she might be watching actually. Mm. Um, she said that she fancies you. Me? Yep." And that you look a lot taller in real life than you do in the videos. <laughs> but sadly, my nose is bigger in real life. Yeah. So. But she also said that I look a bit like Quasimodo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not entirely, I'm not entirely sure well, I believe her. Um, this is great feedback. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me this before? Well, she only told me this morning. Oh, this morning, okay. Mm. Well, Sue, I do have a wife, but we're not getting on that well <laughs> since the confinement, so... Just stay in touch. Yeah. So you look, look a lot taller in real life. You look, you look a bit, a bit like a midget. In, yeah. All right. I'm six strapping six footer. Yep. You Actually, are. I, you know, I told you that. That's my wife says my greatest asset 
is my height. She could have said personality. She could have said sense of humour. She went with height. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what my wife thinks my greatest asset is. It's yeah, certainly not my nobbin. <laughs> Let's go clubbing. Let's go for He's got nobbin again, Freddie. Uh, okay, so um, I want to move on and I want to ask you, Jeff, yeah, regular should. feature, how's your week been? Uh, what song have you chosen um, oh. for the week? Oh, shit, I forgot to do that. Oh, you better do it. I've, I've got a recommendation of the week. Should I do my song of the week? Actually, no, no, they, they can be the same thing. Okay. That kind of works. All right, go on then. Okay, so... My recommendation of the week, and it kind of sums up what's going on, Six Week Party by Anorak Patch, who are a band from Colchester, mm-hmm. who have actually played in our shop. They got, had a new song out, I think it came out on Monday morning, early hours of Monday morning. Yep. It's their second single, it's so good. They're only like 16, 17, I think, most of them, the drummer's even younger. Luca. This Luca. Luca, yeah. They are scarily talented. And it's just a great song. And Six Week Party, that's basically what quarantine's like, isn't it? Six Week House Party. Yep. Well, it's app. Because I've swear to God, since the quarantine, I've never heard people say, talk about the House Party app. Have you not got it? I I did download it when we spoke, but... Yeah, I didn't Oh, it didn't work, did it? It was rubbish. It was just skipping and crapping. Well, I must admit, now I have a nightly quiz with my family on it. We all log in at seven o'clock and have a little quiz. So I'm actually... You're I enjoyed it now. You've enjoyed it. You've worked yeah. it out. Bring a quiz into it, and I'm, I'm yours. Okay. Um, so my song of the week is officially it's called "Over My Shoulder," but I prefer "Looking Back Over My Shoulder" by Mike and the Mechanics. <laughs> because um, anyone who listens to the podcast regularly knows that, well, probably knows every week. I kind of talk a little bit about what's been happening with my personal position with my wife and her health, and we had a really we had the good news on Friday that she got clear stuff so I feel like this is like a good way to say looking back over the shoulder see you later alligator all this shit that's been happening the last few months so yeah that's my song of the week lovely Mike and the Mechanics classic <laughs> check them out kids <laughs> you're in for a treat yeah uh, so we, we're going to move on to the, the, the meat of this so yeah. Yeah, normally we would have a guest on this but obviously in quarantine rules it would be unfair to invite somebody into the we haven't worked out how to do it by phone, so we, I'm afraid for a few weeks you're going to have to deal with just just the two of us. Yep. Uh, and we do this feature where we would ask the guests, their band, band for Life, slash Band for Life it's called, where you pick a band for life, a band that you could listen to just them for all eternity. Mm-hmm. So, what do, so this feature is called Band for Life. That's rock. jingle there for Instagram Live people mm-hmm. uh, yeah Band for Life slash Band for Life so I put this out on Instagram to get some uh, something for us to talk about basically mm-hmm. so you pick your Band for Life and you pick your Band for Life which is a, ba- a band or an artist that you would erase from existence never to be heard from again you're not erasing the people yeah, you're not murdering people there's no murder involved so ethically I know a lot, I see a lot of people message saying I can't do this <laughs> 
I don't want to erase anybody. I'm not that full of hate. But you're just erasing their music, and you know, you're not hurting anyone's feelings. But, but lots of people said they didn't uh, hate any bands enough, and they respect two people's opinions too much. I was like, but you know, come on, that's not going to give us any, yeah. anything to debate on a podcast. Pathetic. Whole point is it's meant to be difficult because if it was... yeah, we want the controversial ones mm. for you know for debating purposes. Yeah. But we realise we you know who are we to judge? Which bands should uh, be erased from existence, and which deserve uh, your ears? But you know we've got a podcast, so we're the ones who are going to do it. If you if you disagree, do your own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, ideally, yeah, phone in or send us a message defending these bands. Shall I? Shall I pull out the list? Yeah. So this is you're going to give me a. You know what the answers are, but I don't. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll say the two bands, and you have to guess which is which, and right. then we'll dis- discuss. Okay. Okay, so the first one's probably going to be pretty obvious. Right, it's okay. Are you going to say uh, who it's from first, or are you just going to say... Uh, ask, yeah, this is from at Ella Sucks. <laughs> Ella Suck Dots. Okay. And she's gone with The Smiths and The Verdicts. Ooh. Now... For those of you who don't know, The Verdicts are, again, a band from around these parts who have played in our shop. Friends friends of the shop. Hey, Verdicts, if you're, if you're listening. But is this somebody who doesn't like them, or Whoa, is it a fan? I feel like you wouldn't put that in there if it was a <laughs> criticism. So I'm going to say, Band for Life, B-A-N-D, The Verdicts, and they want The Smiths Band for Life. Yep. All the fucking musicians in the world. The Smiths, yeah. What do you think? Uh, How do you feel about the Smiths? I I like the Smiths. I think How Soon Is Now is a Stonewall classic. Yep. And I think they were pretty much... I, I feel like they were trailblazers of their time. I think the guitar was yep. like really forward-thinking. The presentation... I think they were iconic. They still are iconic. You might, I may not like all of their songs or know a lot. I don't... I don't... I haven't fallen in love with them. See, I did... I you went for a stage, didn't you? Yeah, I... Didn't get it for ages. I found it all a bit samey, and the, the, like the way his vocals are, just a bit. <laughs> Every song sounds a little bit similar. Well, that's what I used to think, and then something clicked. I think it was that song. There's a song called "The Headmaster Ritual," mm-hmm. which I heard Radiohead. Of course, oh, <laughs> it was a Radiohead link. Yeah. Radiohead did a cover of it, like in there from the basement sessions, and it, I was like, "This song's amazing." And then from then I went and listened to the Smiths version. I was like, oh, it all, and it all made sense. And I listened to a few of the albums, and yeah, I'm I'm into them. I get people can be like Morrissey can put you off, yeah, just on his but own. I, with his... I, I quite like some of his solo stuff. I know that he's, yeah, not the music. I mean, it's his, douche, yeah, but... his personality can be a bit uh, you know racist. <laughs> yeah, so I think that puts people off. So we don't have to decide if they're getting banned for no, life. But I've seen just... some I've seen some videos of them early days, and they look wicked as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And all his flower, you know, he's yeah. a great front man, yeah, like iconic images, like yeah. yeah. So I think that's harsh, but I guess that's the whole point. Is that it's a game of opinions and the verdicts. Well, I like the verdicts. I actually. like the verdicts, and they've got something. Yeah, they, they remind me of an early Blur. Yeah, like, that sort of punk energy. Yeah, he's kind of like little um, really good front Archie, man. Isn't it? Front man. Yeah, he's um, yeah, he's cool. He's like jumping around loads. Sometimes they're a little bit naughty, and I think they. <laughs> do naughty things that's rock and roll that's the punk spirit isn't it yeah um, in the communities like with other bands but 
I think I actually think they're one of my favourites of the bands that I've seen. Okay. So I totally understand why they said that. I don't know who she, if she's oh, friends of them or if she. Yeah, is. I imagine she's a friend yeah. of theirs. Okay, but I don't know for sure. Let us know, Ella. I'm assuming that's your name. I'm guessing Suck isn't your <laughs> <laughs> your actual last name. Uh, right at Mim Murrells. Mimsy. Mimsy. Uh, Elliot Smith and Guns N' Roses. Oh, this is actually quite difficult. Oh, I would say Elliot Smith band for life Guns N' Roses B-A-N-N-E-D for life <laughs> we really need a new word for that don't we so she wants got G&R a race from existence y- you're correct much like me that, was, like my, that was my choice mm-hmm. if you listened last week uh, because I, I, don't I, know I don't know why I thought that it's because I thought Elliot Smith is quite he's quite niche and so yeah. if you really love Guns N' Roses would, you probably wouldn't pick Elliot Smith out of all the bands exactly to it'd be easy to ignore Elliot Smith it's mm-hmm. not like he's played on the radio yeah you know and you've probably only heard of him if you like if you like him mm-hmm. really I would say I do like him I, I can't pretend I'm a massive fan because he's got a song called Coast to Coast which I really love and I know uh, Jason Little out of Granddaddy who, my, you know, who you do love who I do love he's a big fan and mm-hmm. so that's enough for me uh, well, just Guns N' Roses. Can oh, I hate Axl Rose's voice, fundamentally, is what the problem is with Guns N' Roses. It's just too too whiny. I can't, so it doesn't matter what he's singing. He, it could be the best song ever, but singing that voice, you're not gonna, um, it's not going to get me. It's how a lot of people feel about the Smashing Pumpkins, I imagine. The Billy Corgan's voice, I imagine that puts... Yeah, it does. Oh, it does. We know that, it does, doesn't it? We've mm. met people before that can't yeah. stand some Pumpkins because of his voice. And his personality. Now, this one, yeah, this one is almost impossible to pick which is which because it's not they're so both bad, massive, is it? massive bands. Okay. This is L. Goodchild at L. Goodchild. Goodchild. Uh, Smith sounds like a Bond girl. The Smiths, The Cure. Oh fucking hell! Wow. Oh, this is just so this is just, just close your eyes and hope for the best. It's the Smiths' second appearance. Yeah. I would like to think that because you've already came to Smiths once <laughs> that you're going to say Smiths and the Kid I'm going to say that you think this is weird from the Good Child because they're quite similar yeah, I know so I'm not sure what I'm not sure what Good Child is thinking well oh yeah forgot about that Freddie um, I'm going to okay I'm going to say for reasons of mixture you're going to say because you're not on an, you don't have an anti-Smiths agenda I don't. No, but you've got loads, so you're picking certain ones. So I'm going to say the Smiths are the band for life, and the cure, she wants a race from existence, or he. I'm assuming it's, assuming it's a she, the L part, but I don't know, it could be L, like, like Mexican. Mm. El Guaco. Mm. Uh, you're right, you're correct again, you're good at this. I'm good at this, yeah. The uh, cure, why would you hate the cure that much? I know, fucking hell, that's the dark. Erase the cure. Mm. It's not a good idea in these times. No. <laughs> don't erase the cure, we need the cure. Uh, yeah, well, I. I what, Hmm. How do you feel about The Cure? I like The Cure. We've spoken about The Smiths. Yeah. Um, and I watched them at Glastonbury. Remember when they headlined Glastonbury last year? Yes. And I texted you saying, fucking hell, they're good. And then about four songs later, I think I re-texted you and went, <laughs> so actually, I'm really now. bored now. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how I feel. You can have... It was just so too much of The it was so, Everything was like the same tempo and it was like quite slow. Yeah. I used to think that... We used to... Our boss at Rocket, where we used to work would put the best of the cure on a lot mm. and so at that time I I resented it a bit because it was just in 
on all the time. It was fucking like 24. We'd pick like a normal album, 10 tracks, 11 mm-hmm. tracks. She'd pick the best of the gear on like 25 tracks. Yeah, selfish. Greedy. <laughs> and it just got a bit samey, didn't it? Yeah. And he's got such a distinctive voice, similar to Morrissey actually. He's got that, oh, lost in the forest. Mm. What's his voice? Like, yeah, lost in the forest. <laughs> Classic. Uh, spider is taking you for dinner tonight. That. Did, what did you think about the way he dressed? Like the, his kind of like persona, like because at the time that was quite um, a bit out there, wasn't it? Really, yeah. I mean, again, it was of a time like that kind of period. He was like a trailblazer for that yeah. kind of he's, look. Again, he's iconic. Of... He's basically invented goth gothism. Mm. <laughs> Is it gothism? Goth gothiosity. Uh, which I, I didn't have a goth phase. I know most people do have a goth phase, but I, I think they're, they're they are a great band. But you, you shouldn't have them have too much in one sitting. Mm. The best of the cure. Yeah, just best like you're over two sittings, maybe. Mm-hmm. But you should also spend more time outside. Goths need to... They can't come out in the summer. <laughs> and that's not, that's not healthy. They lack vitamin D. Mm. But, yeah, I want to like, love them. And I know that I should like them a lot more than I do. And I, I did, like, that first four songs, I was, like, properly going, wow, this is... Because yeah. there, no, there was no pissing about with backing tracks. It was all, like... Just but they were old and fat. Yeah, they did look weird. Like that kind of like, looked like um, our friend Cap Gary. <laughs> Cap Aging, Gary rockers. <laughs> Aging rockers. Yeah, that's what we'll look like at some point soon. Yeah, but it was. But yeah, it, yeah. Just after a while, I just I turn it off. Which probably I did. I did. I went through the exact same experience. I was like, oh yeah, the cure. I know this one. I know this one. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It, sounds, it sounded wicked. It was like really exciting. It was like, but it just yeah. I don't know. It didn't work. Yeah. Okay, this I'm not going to tell you who this is from because this might swear you might get it from okay. who it's from. Fleetwood Mac, Coldplay. Oh. Again, I think this I'm doing this more because I know you more than because another person because I think you're going to want me to obviously say Coldplay is the band for life. But I think whoever's done this is slagging them right off. <laughs> and whoever it is is an idiot. Who, who do you th- who do you know that would put Coldplay in the bin? And oh, a lot of people worship Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I don't know. God, it's someone who used to work here. Oh, yeah, the, the the Finch. This, it is. It's the Finch. It's the Finch. Pathetic. Colin Paul Finch. Oh. I don't know if he did that just to wind us up. I know. Uh, regular listeners will know that we're actually Coldplay uh, sympathisers. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, I, I mean, I, don't, I get that people don't like him, but fucking erase from existence. Fix you. How, what would people play at funerals? Fix you, for God's sake! <laughs> I don't know, you've got to give them "Fix You." That's in my top top five songs of all time. Five isn't it? songs, yeah. yeah, it's probably in the top three. I, I, I could happily erase the middle of the very middle of Coldplay's career, like what? albums X and y three to five. Well, X and Y's got "Fix You" on it. Uh, yeah, I'll take the fir- keep the first three, erase the next few, and then, and then I like the last, last one, one. Actually, there you go. I'm not, I'm not even embarrassed to say it. I like Coldplay. <laughs> yeah, I love Coldplay. We can, can we delete this? <laughs> Sue, Sue Mason won't hear this, would he? <laughs> she would go right off me. Uh, and what's it, Fleetwood Mac? Oh, Fleetwood Mac. Oh. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Fair play. Can't argue with that. Mm. Were they meant to play Glastonbury this year? Yes, they were, yeah. Were they? they, were, they, oh, they, they I, I read that they were like the last big band, because I listened to her Desert Island Discs, Emily Evis, mm-hmm. and she said they were the band she most wanted. I don't know if she got them. No. Again, right, phone in. Next one. Uh, at Jake Nash there's some underscores in there but mm-hmm. you know if you want to follow him the Nash uh, Oasis and the Ramones Ooh. 
2001. You might recognize me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints, and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Old Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. out, mother crushers. The first Oasis album has got a little bit of that kind of punk sensibility. Mm-hmm. That kind of like angry Ramones-esque. Obviously, as they went on, it, everything they changed a bit. But that first album, Liam Gallagher was like kind of like probably, I would say, the last rock star Ooh. I think so I'm trying to think well, now Alex Turner um, maybe possibly I guess but proper like rock star you're offending a lot of 1975 fans <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no you're not having it they, they pop a, up later he's like a hairdresser <laughs> fancy hairdresser yeah, these are the kind of opinions we want yeah uh, so well well, so what do you think so about Oasis? I, I, uh, you have a very dis, uh, specific opinion about Oasis, don't you? Yes. Well, I absolutely loved Oasis when they first came out. I was so excited, and I was like, it changed my life, the first album. Got me into music, basically. But as time went on, I lost my way with them. You Don't you put it down to a very specific... Oh, event? yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah true. <laughs> yes, I do. No. Uh, so I put it down to when Tony McCarroll left. It's only McCarroll. Yeah, I felt like the songs lost that kind of raw driving. Sim- the simplicity. The raw driving kind of everyman kind of vibe. Yep. And when Alan White came in, he was a bit too good, a bit too flouncy. A bit too sesh. Session. Yeah, he's, he's, he sounded like a session drummer and it... I lost, agree. It lost all of its kind I of... I agree with this opinion. I don't think it occurred to me at the time, but... I think when you look back, because even even because um, he, he McCarroll left quite quickly, didn't he? He was on. He played on. Some might say he played is, one song off the second album. Yeah. Some might say, which is also probably the best song on that album. Ooh. Ooh, controversial. Come on, yeah. Champagne sipping over. Nah, yeah, I don't, mean, I don't mean that. <laughs> uh, but it's it, just it a lost, song. But that, that song, but that song was kind of like had that kind of like that kind of driving like yeah. yeah, yeah. Ksh, ksh, Top rock, yeah. Feel. Roll with it, did as well. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> but it. Have you yeah. watched Supersonic yet? No, I haven't. But I do love a bit. Lean it's Gallagher. on Netflix now. You know. hmm? Watch that tonight. That's your homework. Okay. It's really good. I will watch it. I do. I do. I do love them. I like. I used to love Noel Gallagher because I used to play the guitar and I was really inspired by him. Would you go and see him if they got back together? No, because it'd be full of knobheads. Oh, yeah, that's true. If you look at like the footage of Liam Gallagher's gigs, you just oh, think it's, it's not so worth it. Coked up northern guys, coked up beating northern each other guys up. in bucket hats, beating each other up. Yeah, nah. Don't do it, kids. I, I, what do you think about the Ramones? I don't know. About them. <laughs> a uh, cool, cool look. A cool. They style. do look cool. I like their matching leather jackets. Mm, yeah. Uh, I like their Christmas song. Yep. Uh, I like the fact they're all 
they wore skinny jeans <laughs> when they basically looked like the strokes. They, they were yeah, strokes. They were the strokes. strokes. Yeah. So kudos there. But I oh yeah, I you suspect guess. that they're gonna. I suspect you're gonna say the Ramones are banned for life. Of the band for life and yes, Oasis have are, been erased you are from correct. existence. Jake Nash would erase Oasis from existence. Yeah, no. Which I can't, again, I would keep the, if this was possible, I'd keep the first two. The rest can, there's the odd bit on the rest, but basically, you only need the first two albums. Yeah. If you're thinking about doing a deep dive into Oasis. I lost my way with the third album, which yeah. was. I think most people called, did. What? I can't uh, what it's called uh, now. Be Here Now. Be Here Now, that's it. I was going to say My Big Mouth. That's on My Be yeah. Here Now. Or well, that's on Be Here Now, isn't it? I don't know. Stand, I, I, stand do, by me. I do he's love. Decent... I do love Liam Gallagher. Like, I think he's. Yeah, he's, he's a fun. great. He's a yeah. He's a fucking great front man. He's funny. And he's got a amazing great interview. Voice. And it's the last in my. And yeah, if you watch if you watch Tim Sonic, those bits where they're talking about it in the studio, and he would just no would play like champagne sipping over to him like twice, and then he'd go and record a vocal for him. Yeah, like, yeah, I heard and that. just do and the he most, nailed it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely nailed That's it. That's footage of that is. Yeah, he's really good. Watch Tim I, I, I heard an interview with Noel Gallagher actually, and they asked him, they said, You're the greatest guitarist of our generation. And he said, No, I'm not. He said, I'm the greatest songwriter of our generation. Who told him he was the greatest guitarist of his generation? Uh, some plonk He's on. not even close. No, it's what he said. He said that. He said, I'm not even close. He just plays the. Yeah, he, he did write some really good guitar riffs in early days, though, like really kind of iconic yeah, ones. Good, that yeah, good solid riffs, riffs but for sort of actual playing, yeah. he's basically you know just doing doing up and down the blues cell, isn't he? Yeah, basically, but he was. But there were. He's no Graham Coxon. No, he's not. He's not. Uh, okay, this is an easy one, but let's let's talk about it. The Beatles. <laughs> Have you heard of them? Yeah, I've heard of them. And One Direction. Yeah, but we've been here before. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, uh, Lee. Yeah, yeah, true. Well, look, no one is. Well, one person did try and ban the Beatles for life. Our, the original pilot guest of all the fucking bands in the entire world, he wanted to ban the, the Beatles. Beatles. I know. Maybe he just watched that film where that happens. Yeah, that's, that was a weird thing to say. It was a very weird thing to say. <laughs> one Direction, uh, I mean, I, I could live without their music. But they made a, a lot. Of, they made a lot of. Young girls very happy. Yeah, and a lot of um, mums happy as well. <laughs> Don't say it. Yeah. yeah, not much to debate there, but that was. Uh, I can't, yeah, I mean, I agree with it. You're, the Beatles are the Who best band of all time. That's at Red Sketch 304. Red Sketch. Sketcher. Okay, and I mean, along the same vein, with a sort of rock band and a pop band, Smashing Pumpkins and McFly. Yeah. It's obviously going to be pretty obvious which is which. Yeah. Who said that? That's. Heck Razor. The Heck Razor. <laughs> Heck Razor. Yeah. Smashing Pumpkins and McFly. Yeah. Obs. She's a, she's a friend of the I shop. I actually love Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're massively underrated. Mm. I think they're kind of almost forgotten about because they didn't really fit into any sort of... Well, they didn't help themselves either. Especially when the they... genre. I saw, my, I saw them headline Reading Festival like about 10, 12 years ago. And like Dick's... They just played their most recent album, like in order. Yeah, and it's like, ah, oh, why do you do that sort of stuff? That's like mm. this is the sort of thing that's kind of like not helping yourself. But I suppose for people who love them and don't care about, they just want to see them. They, yeah. You know, they're playing for those people. Well, you're playing a bloody festival. Really, oh yeah, I know. It's very stubborn, kind of. Yeah. But that's him in a nutshell, isn't it? Billy yeah. Corgan. I I was obsessed. Still, I still love them. I haven't really got into the last couple of albums, to be fair. Yeah. But at their peak, like Melancholy, Siamese Dream, just absolute masterpieces. 
Melancholy, particularly. It's a double album. It's like 24 tracks, and they're all... It's such a journey. If you listen to that album back to back, it really is a proper experience, like an old-fashioned... Like the old days of writing albums. Yeah. And, you know, when you hear that they're going to do a double album, you're like, fucking, that's a bit self-indulgent. But it's so good. But it's only worth... Double albums are good if all the songs on the double album are good. If If there's no filler. Yeah. If you basically have a double album and it's like the album and then all the the songs that didn't make the album... Yeah, just do a a really good single album. Yeah. How do you feel about the White Album, The Beatles? Nothing really. No. I don't know enough about this album. Oh, okay. to kind of know which. Because I think I think that would have been an absolute masterpiece single album. There's the you start letting Ringo put songs on there, and every little fucking studio experiment so that turns. Is that would that say you turn that turned into a bit of an ego album, where it's like letting the ego start? In my opinion, mm. not to criticise the Beatles. Fan of bollocks to them. Yeah, it seemed. It sounds like you know. Apparently, they were just working on all their stuff separately, and it was. Feel, felt like kind of four four mm-hmm. solo albums rather than uh, anyway. We, uh, <laughs> these are getting quite easy. Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi, bon Jovi as you pronounce yeah. it, and Radiohead. I would like to say that <laughs> that's going to be I mean, one of these days. I'm wondering if you're going to give me a, a little bit of a curveball, but I assume that it's going to be Radiohead, a band for life, and Ray's Bon Jovi. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's an easy, that's a simple one, really, but. That's from Effie Lawrence of the band Anorak Patch, mm-hmm. actually. It's very similar to my because I said Radiohead yeah. and Guns N' Roses, yeah. that way around. Uh, but I did message her and I said, what about living on a prayer? You'd raise living yeah. on and a prayer? She, and she, she said she wouldn't care. Wow. I don't think she's been to enough weddings. Oh, and, or karaoke nights. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, bloody hell, Spudsy wouldn't like that. Our friend Spuds, he loves yeah, he'd Dead of Blaze, Blaze, Blaze of Glory. Glory as well, yeah. yeah. I... Uh, Got a bit of a in the sort of hair metal world. Mm-hmm. I'd say Bon Jovi are best of a bad bunch for me. Okay, I think he's got he's that Motley Crew. <laughs> Motley Crew, girls, Name girls, me. girls. <laughs> yeah, that's the only song I know. I don't know that from somebody else playing it all the time. Uh, Motley Crew, off. Well, can I say? You can say what you want. Fucking dog shit. <laughs> Did you watch the dirt? The uh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. The mm. book was really good. I, I, I the thought book. the uh, the series was a bit disappointing. Actually, no, I haven't watched. I only read the book. I haven't mm. watched the TV show. Yeah, they made it was on Netflix a while ago. Kind of something that trace wasn't very good. Uh, but Radiohead, obviously, the the greatest band of all time. That's I mean, that's scientifically been proven mm-hmm. in a lab recently. Isn't that right, Freddie? Yes. <laughs> Freddie hates them. He well, thinks. Well, actually, no, you've softened to them recently, haven't you? Who? Radiohead. Radiohead. No, I do like Radiohead. Okay, good. I just like singing their songs. He sings that little bit about... Uh, I'm a lemon, I'm a lemon. They don't even say that, but he sings I'm a lemon over everything that they uh, do. Yeah. It's like a little warehousing joke, which I for one enjoy. Uh, right, how do you pronounce that? Swimmers. Swimmers. Yeah, he, I know, I say Archie, I know he loves swimmers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, they, they play one of their songs... In except oh that's who that's by okay yeah. well swimmers and Guns and Roses yeah oh, you've, you've I just know, read I know, it. I know who that is yeah okay I don't know enough about s- no. I assume it's pronounced swimmers well Must that's be. what it's I would like, assume but I didn't want to embarrass out. myself yeah. live on uh, live on air yeah so I'll keep looking alright uh, but yeah Guns and Roses we've talked about I think every, it seems like everyone is happy for Guns and Roses to be erased well, <laughs> there's, a, there's a few of them isn't there my friend Russell Franklin, he wouldn't be happy about this. He's my one of my best friends from uh, mm-hmm. high school. 
he was a big big slash Mr. Slash. Is he? Mr. Goldmark, Mr. Slash. He but even bought Slash's snake pit. Didn't he also so, side project. take a photo of his own poo and send it to you? So. <laughs> Didn't know. <laughs> Not as far as I'm aware. Oh, I thought he took a photo. Was he, or maybe he sent it to Colin. Yeah, I think that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Colin. Oh dear. Okay. Queens of the Stone Age, Marine 5. Ooh, I assume whoever this, <laughs> this is. This could be from an old lady. A middle-aged lady. Uh, yeah, but there's not she many middle-aged ladies that connect with us. She <laughs> Apart from Sue Mason. Sue Mason's only like 30, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm assuming the Queens of the Stone Age are banned for life. You're correct. Uh, how do you feel about Queens of the Stone Age as a concept? I feel pretty much indifference towards them, really. Oh, what's harsh. Yeah, just... That kind of um, that kind of heavy rock kind of thing is not really my vibe. Shall I tell that you? Cocaine. It's a good song, that. Feel good hit the summer. Did I tell you about my my little story about Queens of the Stone Age? When okay, I think I have told you this, but I'll retell the story. I heard that whatever you do, song. What's that called? Lost Art of Keeping a Secret. Yeah. Whatever you do. Loved it, heard it on the radio, loved it. So I went to go and buy the album, like you used to do in the olden days. Yeah. Uh, now you just stream it and decide. Uh, I look, picked up the CD case, looked at a picture of them. One of them was bald. Yeah, with a, <laughs> bald with a big yeah. long beard, and so I changed you, my mind. You put it in. <laughs> I, judged, you, I judged it purely. You literally judged the book by its cover there. Yeah, literally. I literally did, well, it's not a book, so. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I did judge it by its back cover. Yeah. <laughs> I judged the CD by its back cover. Yeah. And but then later on, I re- realised the error of my ways. This is when I was, let's be honest, I was a child, mm-hmm. sixteen, seventeen, something like that. Well, you know what? You know my my horror story of music. What? When I first bought Park Life. Oh I re- yeah. I returned it, and then instead of bought E seventeen Steam. E seventeen Steam. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. No, and you. Own a shop named after a blur song. Yeah, disgraceful. I know. Well, if there's a time it's all gone a bit melancholy now. Yeah. <laughs> he saw the error. Of it. You saw the error. Of, well, of course, it did. Just yeah. like I did with Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. I realised that was a stupid mistake. It should be just about the music, yeah. not whether they're bald or not. Yeah. Was it the bald or the beard? The yeah, it was the combination of the two. Yeah. <laughs> he just didn't look like because I was such was an in, I was such an indie boy. Yeah, yeah. Probably judge them. They were old as well. They mm. looked old. Uh, yeah, but then the second that what's that song off the second album with Dave Grohl? Mm. <laughs> with those amazing fills, yeah. the best fills of all time. What's that song called? No one knows. No one knows. That song, yeah, and then I re yeah. and then now I like them. So, good choice. Maroon 5. Uh, what can you say about Maroon 5? That's positive. <laughs> Moves like Jagger, that's them, isn't it? Yeah, I quite like that song actually. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know enough about them really. Um, no, I was thinking of Savage Garden. <laughs> You're always thinking about Savage Garden. That's yeah. one of your major yeah. flaws. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they you know, I, I wouldn't miss them if they were raised from existence. Let's just put it that way. Right, Limp Biscuit. Yep, Soggy Biscuit. Sigur Ross. Would. Oh, so one of these days I'm going to get caught out here but surely <laughs> Sigur Ross banned for life and Limp Bizkit a race from existence you're correct we've got a discerning I know, a, our, a good quality discerning our, viewers listeners we do it speaks volumes to you club. people yeah 
very good taste so far. There, yeah. there are a couple that. Well, I mean, Coldplay, Coldplay have been put in. Yeah, but that's Finch. He's a plonker. <laughs> uh, yeah, anything to say? No, I, I love Sigaros. I would say I saw we saw. Well, did we we were, we both went didn't we? We saw um, Brixton. Brixton and I loved it, but I did feel like it was a little bit one trick pony. They did use that same trick. Yeah, it was a bloody good trick, but it was a repeated... Every song basically had that same kind of build-up, go quiet, rock the fuck out, build-up kind of vibe. Yeah. Also with Sigaros, I I absolutely adore them and find them... like At their best, it's fucking transcendental. It takes me to places Mm -hmm. no other music can reach. I want it played at my funeral, actually. Let's just get that on record. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the lyrics, you know, sometimes they sing in... They sing in Icelandic, sometimes they sing in like this made gibberish. up language called Hopelandic, yeah. which is kind of bits of Icelandic with some gibberish in there. Yeah. If you actually look up what the lyrics are about, not so good. Oh, really? They're singing about like elf, elves. <laughs> There's an elf at the bottom of my bed wearing pyjamas or something like that. I, I told you. I kind saw, of takes the mystique away. I saw Sigur Ross in Colchester Arts Centre. I remember you said, said that. Years ago. First album, right? I, I don't know what album it probably would have been and they played on the floor on the course of the art centre and all the seats were kind of around them set around them and they walked in from the back and the main entrance of the art centre that's how they came in so they weren't on the stage they were just on the floor it's pretty good isn't it that's didn't amazing. appreciate it at the time yeah that's the, that's the problem was that one of those moments you'd go back to if you were visiting revisiting moments from your past you yes oh yeah definitely because I would have liked to appreciate it more. And also, I saw Muse at Colchester Arts Centre when they first came out. They're coming out, coming up later. Supporting Gene, the indie what? band, Britpop band Gene. What's That's when gig? Muse, when they first came out. And he was wearing silvery, sparkly trousers, Matt Bellamy. I was even doing that even then. Mm. But you know, it's like at the time, you don't, you don't know who these bands are. You never <laughs> heard of them. So, part of me is also thinking, did I actually see them? You know, because you think, oh, I definitely did, because I remember them. And I, but then I was like, well, that sounds like a weird thing. Why is no one talking about that ever? Well, our friend Nita says that she saw Nirvana, Nirvana supporting New Kids on the Block. Yeah. <laughs> but she, well, we, like, we, she we, swears blind. But. Yeah, she swears blind. She's pretty a smart cookie. She knows her music. And she, but there's no evidence. No evidence. We, look, we looked into it, didn't we? Yeah. We couldn't find any evidence. We did a deep dive. But if anyone knows, if Nirvana ever supported New Kids on the Block, Nita would love that. Okay, anything to say about Limp Biscuit? Nothing. I don't know if I know any of their songs. <laughs> rolling. Roll, oh, yeah, rolling, rolling, rolling. And their majestic cover of the theme from Mission Impossible. Yeah, don't know. No, bollocks to them. Yeah, yeah. fuck them. Uh, that was Dolphin. That, they were very much of Dolphin a time. Dolphin Sizzy. They were very much of a time, weren't they? Like that sort of bands, like Limp Bizkit and Cold Chamber. And the new metal movement. That new metal kind of thing. Yeah, didn't speak um, to me. The, the Welsh band. What's his name? Not Lost Profits. Lost Profits? Well, that was that, that era, wasn't it? <laughs> we don't talk about them. Oh. But that was of that era, wasn't it? It was like early noughties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, Ollie.jtp. Ooh, this, this is a controversial one. Queen and the Beastie Boys. Ooh. Who would, who would erase either of those? I know, I know. That's, well, that's when things get difficult when it's... Uh, I would say... I'm going to say then that this person is banned for life is the Beastie Boys and they would erase Queen. 
Are you reading these? No, I'm guessing. <laughs> Am I what? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Uh, you're right. He's got a raising queen. Am I on 100%? You are 100%, yeah. Suspicious. Yeah. Uh, well, I promise I haven't looked at them. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, that's... I don't know what to say about that, really, because I can see why there may not be everyone's cup of tea, because I've met people that don't like queen. Yes, people. I think people who were around at the time. I think Queen had been reevaluated by later generations. People who were around the seventies. They were kind of a joke band, from what I hear. Mm-hmm. I know Dan, You know Danny Baker, the old sort of DJ guy. He hates Queen. Yeah. So before or after the. <laughs> he said something about monkey, didn't he? Yeah. Well, it's okay to mention him. Mm. Uh, he yeah he hates Queen and says they're massively overrated. Just as an example, mm-hmm. I think, and he thinks, yeah, he thinks they're a joke. Well, you look at listen to Bohemian Rhapsody, and surely that was really forward thinking. That alone, the production, the production alone in that song is like, and the harmony, it's got to be because that's it. If you raise, raise Queen, you're erasing Bohemian Rhapsody. So yeah. even if you don't like any of their other songs, or for some reason you hate Freddie Mercury, I do understand. Like, it's like you know. Uh, I want to ride my bicycle and stuff. A pretty far away, but then I suppose the Beatles had like that. It's a catchy tune, but exactly. it's like. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, you. Also, I'm, I'm not a massive. We well, probably that you wouldn't get Freddie Mercury, so you'd have to erase Barcelona, and that's our karaoke <laughs> go-to. That's true. It's an absolute masterpiece. Yeah. When we, well, the way we do it. Yeah. Fred, aren't they your? Uh, banned for life. Yeah. Freddie's banned for life, and you're banning him for life. Who is that? Ollie JTP. Pathetic Ollie JTP. Want to reevaluate your own life? Ban yourself from life. Uh, okay, we should do one more because the time's ticking. Oh, okay. Ooh, I'll pick a good one then. Okay. Pick well, one we, I might get wrong. Uh, <clears throat> the Beatles, Muse. Uh, oh no, because maybe you'll try and trip me up with this one. I'm going to say then that Beatles, banned for life. Muse, banned for life. Have raised. Yep, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that, um, because I don't think we'll ever meet anyone ever again that's going to erase the Beatles from life. And even if you do, I don't want to hear from you. I have a life rule that I don't trust anyone. You know, this people you get the odd person who say, "Oh, the Beatles are overrated." Mm-hmm. You know, the Beatles they're overrated, aren't they? Don't let them in your life. I know you're, fr- you know, our friend Lee. <laughs> yeah, wanting to ban them for life, but I'm going to overlook him. Mm. Anybody else? Don't ever say it. If that's your opinion, don't. I don't want to hear it. Muse. Yeah. He, how many songs can you sing about the end of the world in in a high voice yeah. before it so, gets boring? They had moments, didn't they? Like the second album, Origins of Symmetry. So it's yes, that was the that's second album. album. Yeah, I like the first one as well. Yeah. Showbiz. But it's just <sighs> this is the end of the world. It's like every song sounds like that now. It's, it's self parody. Yeah, they've kind of lost their. Um, I don't know. But I still make a lovely career for himself, sure, but yeah. Yeah, well, he's rich. He's got a lovely house by Lake Como, last I heard. Uh, okay, last more. Bloody hell, you got loads. Yeah, well, we had a good, strong response yeah. on this. Uh, which one's going to be... Oh, we should do Lee Wakefield's. Okay. Oh, no, that's going <laughs> to gonna be too obvious. He's a music journalist. He His band for life is Prince. Okay. Not a band, technically, but we did say artists. And he did raise the kooks. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Unpopular with well, some, he's, but he's, he he's hates. Quite, he's quite hipster, isn't he? He's very hipster, and he hates indie landfill. Mm. And you got, you know, I, you got to agree with that one. To be fair, uh, a couple of people are raising oasis. It's not been good for them. He's a yeah. Uh, someone who raised all pop punk. 
Coldplay in the 1975. Okay, uh, 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 um, I'm going to say the 1975 band for life and never raised Coldplay. Yeah, you're too good at this. Because I'm just I'm picturing like the sort of people that listen like uh, the part of what we do. We mainly get younger people. So what, what do you think about the 1971? <laughs> looks like a hairdresser. He looks like a hairdresser. Yeah, flancy hairdresser. I don't know much about him, but I saw a video of him smoking drugs under the table at the Brit Awards. Ooh, what a crazy cat! God, what's his name like? I don't know what his name is. Matt, Matt. something or other. I know his Twitter handle is like Truman. Mm. Matt Truman? No, that's not Mm. his name. Matt Healy. Matt Healy. There it is. Uh, Yes. I don't know they're one of those bands I don't really get it but then I I appreciate he puts a good show on yeah these bits I've heard that I, yeah I think that's alright mm. but I don't quite understand why they are quite so popular mm. but you know I don't think I'm meant to no they're probably a 40 year old man different probably... generation okay so I'd like to move on if that's alright Jess if you don't mind yeah <laughs> it's fine I mean I was enjoying myself but whatever yeah sure um, I want to kind of start looking towards heading towards the end of the show. Um, so, a bit of news. 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 Bong. The news news. Uh, so, um, I don't know if anyone knows about this or not, but I heard it on the radio the other day and I thought, oh, that's interesting. The Village People, YMCA. <laughs> now, the US... You'll know it. You'll love it. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, everyone knows that song, don't they? Um, the so US true. Library of Congress have added the song into the National Recording Register for cultural or historical significance. What do you think about that? Well... As a song, this has always been a bit of a kind of quirky... Anthem of mine. Anthem. It's always been a personal anthem. Well, it is so iconic. There's not many songs that literally everyone knows, knows, A. B... The dance moves? Yeah. That's got to have some sort of relevance to historical and cultural significance. I don't think I've ever not got up and done the moves when, it's, when I've heard it. Mm-hmm. It's, it. It's kind of innate in you. You have to get up and do the YMCA. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a spiritual experience. Yeah. And it's fun as well, isn't it? It's like... Yep. I think, yeah, I think it's deserved. Why not? And do you know um, other artists that have been also in it as well, that have been added recently, I believe, Dr. Dre... Whitney Houston, Dusty Springfield, and Glenn Campbell for his song, Wichita Lineman. Which is the greatest song ever written. Yes, I know, you know that. Which is why I write that down. So I think it's it's no mean feat to get into this. It's like a big deal. It made all the news and... um, Yeah. So we're going to try and have a bash at it uh, to finish the podcast... But before we do, I'll, uh, what's all the what connections? So if you want to connect with us on social media, um, Best Days Vintage for the shop, um, for people that are watching on Facebook Live that are still with us, or... Oh, is it Facebook Live? Oh, no, sorry, it's Instagram Live, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Instagram Live. Um, we've got the social media, uh, all the products, so you can buy products Merch. on bestdaysvintage.co.uk, Feld Rockstar Products. Um... Mm. Professional. Not professional. Um, Professionalism is... What else? Uh, that's it, really. So, Jess's phone's ringing. Um, <laughs> she's drug dealer. Yep. 
and that's it. So before we go, okay, I've, I wrote, I've, I've mildly practiced this, but not really. So if I fuck it up, I'm sorry. That's the lyrics that Jess wrote. Oh, am I singing it? I we thought you sing, were singing. We could sing it together if you um, so it's a tribute to the village people and their hit song, the YMCA. Congratulations for being in the... Uh, yeah. What award did they win? The US Library of Congress song record, register for cultural or historical significance. <laughs> How did you, this come up on your... On the radio. Oh, so on the, the radio. radio talking about it. So, uh, yeah, this is our version of Village People YMCA. This one's for the ladies out there and the men. Young men, there's no need to feel down. I said, young men, pick yourself off the ground. I said, young men, because you're in a new town. There's no need to be Happy young man, there's a place you can go. I said, young man, when you're short on your toe, you can stay there, and I'm sure you will find many ways to have a good time. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. They have everything for your men to enjoy. You can hang out with all the boys. <laughs> you can get yourself cleaned. You can have a good meal. You can do whatever you feel. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Bye. See you next week.